but we can have this because I want you to have Hey, y'all. Welcome to Rambles of a Divorce 30-something, where once a week, you can listen to me ramble on about life and love after divorce. I had this whole, whole episode set up. I recorded it like twice, and the first time I did it in my car, the sound sucked. The second time I re-recorded it, I had everything written out, outlined, and the computer crashed, so... I just said fuck it and I'm just gonna do something totally different. I'm gonna have a guest this first episode. So my boyfriend is here and we're gonna talk about having different rooms while being married. We're also going to hit on uh, is it okay to date when you're still technically married but you're kind of like separated and then we might get into a little bit of fake flirting. So I want to introduce my boyfriend Jamal Tannis. <laughs> my boyfriend. What's happening? <laughs> I'm Jamal, and uh, it's an honor to be on the show. I appreciate you having me. Okay, so there's a lady that I work with, and she casually mentioned that her and her living boyfriend have separate rooms, like whole separate. Like he has his own bed, dresser, TV. She has her own room. She kind of like, she said she likes to keep her space kind of like, I ain't going to say not clean. She's not the neatest person. Okay. So, their thing is having different rooms? Like, being married? Well, they're not married. They just live together. But I don't see what's wrong with even being married if you have separate rooms. I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that uh, it sounds good in theory. But in practicality, that, that shit ain't gonna really work. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't it work? Because people start getting emotional as soon as you go off to your room or as soon as the guy go off to his room. Well, people do that anyway. Yeah, but I don't What happens, think. the same thing happens in the movies. When a guy gets mad, what he do, he storm out the house, go to the bar. So I would rather you go to your bedroom mad than to leave the house and go somewhere else. As soon as that dude spend that whole week in that room, then she gonna start feeling some kind of way. Why are you in the room so much? What you doing in the room? You must be talking to a bitch in that room. You testing like I know we got rooms to go to, but golly. So what's gonna happen with that? Like Yeah, I'm laughing because he got a point. It's real. Like you already know. He got a point. And I, as much as I would love to say no, yeah, give me my space, go in your room, leave me alone for a couple of days. <laughs> I probably would be like, who you texting? Why are you in your room so much? Or come in my room. I guess I can see that, but. I mean, it sounds good. Like I said, it's, nah, that's maybe what you got we, the living room maybe for. Maybe we could try it Hey, I'm all for testing it out, but. Uh... I don't think it would work, because. That's why you got the living room or the guest room or... <laughs> yeah, but you don't even like when I go to the living room and watch TV. You want me to sit in here and watch TV with you. Well, that's because you be going for hours. Like, that'd be crazy. We don't watch the same stuff, y'all. <laughs> he like to watch episodes of Power over and over and over and over again. Hey. And I don't be wanting to watch that. Who shot goes? Shout I am not a power fan, by the way, so I don't know anything. All the power fans, if y'all got theories, leave them in the comments. I'm going to read them. But that's not the point. The point is, 
a different room is like a whole extra step. And I'm, if anybody out there has tried this before, I would love to hear y'all personal experiences because, personal. again, it sounds good, but um, nah. I think it will work. I think it's a good idea. Because, I mean, people can be so different. They can love each other and just be so completely different. They just can't stand to be in that same space for such a long time together. How I work out with your friend? You said this happened. With she a... said she loves it. She said it's, it's working perfect for her. We got to talk to the guy, though, because clearly. Okay, I'll invite them. Maybe she want to talk. I actually really, really like her. She's a really nice person, so I'm sure she wouldn't mind coming on the show to discuss that. Okay, so since we're on the topic of, you know, doing stuff while being married, how do you feel about dating while married? And I'm not saying like, okay, you just got married or you've been married for like a year and you just all of a sudden want to go see other people. That's not what I mean when I say dating while married. I mean, either both of you or one of you have decided that you no longer want to be married. So you taking the steps to separate yourself from another person. So maybe you moved out. Maybe the other person moved out. Maybe y'all have just decided, okay, we're going to get a divorce, but not right now because we don't have the money. Is it okay to date while you're technically, legally still married, even though you and the other person are not really together? Recipe for disaster. Those are my three words because, I mean, I've never been married before, so I can't speak from personal experience, but just from what I've seen, it never goes well. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think he put the emphasis on ever. And especially, like, of course, there's levels to this, you know? So if it's a fresh thing, like, we just separated, like two weeks ago we were sleeping together now I can't stand him and I'm leaving this marriage I'm out of here of course not a red flag stay away from that situation because they're definitely gonna find their way back to each other at least twice but see you, you're speaking on the person from the outside like as the other person who's messing around with the technically married person maybe so how would you feel if you were married and you and your wife decided to call it quits and Let's say it's been like two months. Y'all still haven't gotten a divorce yet. And you find out she's been seeing somebody. Damn. Um, that'd be kind of like, wow, for real, shouted. That, that'd be my general feeling, like for real, shouted. But uh, would I be mad? I don't know. It depends. Like if we ain't been talking and it's been a clear, clear separation. Like there's no way that neither one of us would misinterpret this situation for anything else than it is. Then yeah, go do your thing. I guess that's a lot of what ifs because honestly I think that it's somewhat okay to do that uh, even though that's not how I was brought up. I was brought up in the church. My grandma is a pastor. My uncle is a pastor and my stepmom is like super um, heavy in the church now and they all told me when I first got divorced like alright now you still like you're still married and at the time I wasn't living with my ex-husband we had moved apart from each other and my grandmother was like her exact words were it's okay to fellowship but you're still married so I guess right. she was saying like it's okay you still have friends but you know somebody you get lonely especially when if you have like a bad um I don't want to say breakup but 
if it, you know, shit started to get bad, like you start feeling lonely, you start feeling bad about yourself. Well, just get the divorce. And you're free to do whatever you want. But some to. people can't get a divorce right away. Or some people don't want a divorce right away. I mean, divorce ain't free. Divorce ain't free, but um It's that's not just... free. It costs money. And then if y'all have assets and kids, it takes twice as long for the process. Alright, so I guess maybe we should preface this preface this with this. Like, of course if you just trying to go have a little fun right quick you know you're just trying to go out and double you know dip into something real quick then that's cool like by all means you could be legally still married and go and have a one night stand or you know go have some fun but as far as like moving on seriously with somebody else then that's when it's like I that's probably Nah, you don't want to get tangled mm. up in that. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, of course, you can go have a couple nights. So, you means. think it's because you as the married person might hurt the other person or you as a married person don't believe that it's, like, morally right to go and do that? It ain't so much the moral aspect, not with me, because I mean, morality has a lot of gray areas. It's the, yeah, like, that attachment is still there. And in every situation I've seen a single person deal with a married but separated person, at least in 90% of those cases, that married person goes back to go try to see if there's something still there, we can work it out, whatever the case may be. Because, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. That, that, I, that one I do agree because from personal experience, I did it. I did it and also someone else did it to me. So... I agree with you on that one. If it's been like five years, maybe. But the first year... Do you believe in soulmates? Like, what if you just meet, like, the one, you know? Or, like, you know, this person, you just feel like you're just absolutely in love, head over heels. But you're technically still married. I say you just... Y'all just separated, like, a month ago. And this other person has everything and does everything that your partner or previous partner never did. I mean, I think that um, if y'all are soulmates, then it can wait until y'all get the divorce <laughs> and then it's official. Like, it's just, it's just going to always be lurking in the background. <laughs> Answer your question, do I believe in soulmates? I don't know if I believe in soulmates. You know, I kind of used to clown the idea back in the day. In my young 20, 20s, you know, I kind of used to clown it. Um, I don't clown it so much no more, but I still don't know if I believe it. Like, because it kind of gives the notion that me and this person are just perfect for each other and we're going to just sail along effortlessly into the sunset. It gives false hope. Yeah, it gives kind of like the, the insinuation you got to work. Or if if shit gets hard, if shit gets so. hard, then they must not be the one. Because it would never so. be this hard with my soulmate. Like, no, I just think that it means like you and this person should be able to work through it without like because it shouldn't be hard. You're not supposed to Why fight it be and hard? argue all the time. Why? It shouldn't be hard. Why should loving somebody be hard? Why shouldn't it be hard? How about this? Any other situation where you have to be involved with somebody so closely is going to come with a certain amount of fighting, and that's cool. Let's accept it. Think about a parent and a child. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just 
diss on your child because y'all got into a bad fight and some of them arguments be really bad like you know parents and children have bad arguments or business partners teachers and students like any other close relationship is gonna have because you know we're human we're gonna get frustrated with each other and mad at each other so why should love be any different like Andre 3000 said and what makes what makes but then if loving is like that hard it makes you not want to do it it should not true. be, but that's what I'm saying. It should not be. You should not have to endure cheating and fighting and arguing and stuff all the time just because now, now, that's how it is. Cheating, cheating is a different story. You got to honor your commitments. Okay, but, so what, what do you consider hard? You're saying like, okay, a bad argument, but that's I'm just saying, okay, one or two bad arguments here and there, like that's that's normal. That's to be expected because everybody's human. Humans change. But the hard part you is shouldn't this. be having those super bad arguments like once a week. You know, humans grow, you know, sometimes together, sometimes apart. So cheating is definitely not the only thing. That's probably like the big one, like where somebody willingly makes a choice to do something to put their relationship in jeopardy. But a lot of times it could be things that nobody necessarily did wrong. You know, maybe you had a bad day. Maybe you like just had a horrible day at work and you come home with that energy and whatever the case may be. I'm just, I agree with you and I'm just saying it shouldn't be all the time. Yeah, it should be all the time. I know, yeah, I agree. It shouldn't be like every day by no means. So that's that's what I'm saying makes it hard. Like, yeah. you but know, some people having just, a, to go through that all the time. Explosive and opinionated. You know, still sharp and still. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about the teachers that stand out the most in your memory it was probably the ones that rolled your ass and at the time you might have been like ah, I hate them they're so mean or whatever but they the ones that carved you I can't relate y'all I was a good student <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about so I cannot relate it's a dynamic too, to it. so I don't even know what you're talking about it's by a the way y'all I've known Jamal since like ninth grade no 8th grade yeah, yeah middle school but I don't remember him being no bad student. Kayla. No, I wasn't a bad student, but no, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, those, like, tough love, I guess. I'm not saying that relationships should be fights every day by no means, but I also don't think they should just be super easy going things because at the end of the day. Why did I say it should be easy? I just said it shouldn't be hard. So, where, what's the middle it ground? Should be, that, it should be, just a, it should slightly be challenging. Medium. Like That's, everything guess, else yes. in life, right? I guess, yeah, I guess I like I'll take that. Slightly challenging, yeah. Because when you learn how to navigate like the common pitfalls of a relationship, like the arguing and not being on the same page all the time, when you can learn how to navigate that, it makes both of you better people. You know what I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I don't even know how we got into this branch. Of the conversation, then we start with dating while married. Yeah, and then I asked you about soulmates, and then you were soulmates. saying how you don't believe that in was them. You said it gives people false hope. Yeah, I do not agree with that. Be- I think a little hope is what makes. Um, I don't know the word I want to use, but a little hope can change things. Just like you know, you see in the movies. Um, what's that movie? The Book of Eli. Mm-hmm. when they were like trying to kill Denzel over the Bible because you know he knew that the Bible had such strong language 
and it gave people hope and they consider like hope as a disease because once it spreads and then it's just like can't get rid of it so I don't think I don't know I don't think anything's wrong with a little hope and believing that this person could be your person for the rest of your life like I'm meant to be with this person like this is my person I don't think nothing's wrong with that Alright, so, but with that being said, do you feel like that's something that's, like, just written? Like, it's predestined, it's meant to be? Um, I don't think that, I don't think that people were created or born, I don't think that when you were born, God or the universe or whatever you believe in said, okay, this person's mate is you know, we'll be born two years later at one o'clock in the afternoon to this set of parents. I don't believe that. Um, but I do believe that at some point in life, um, fate lines, whatever you want to call it, people kind of like, like once you get there, like you're kind of destined to be with that person. Like somehow, like, let's say, okay, if you and I are together, like, forever, whatever. Like, we met a long time ago. Time went past, and then we came in contact with each other again. Somehow, some way, I believe that that was destined to happen. Not, you know, specifically, you were born just for the sole purpose of being my boyfriend. That's an interesting take. Okay. I can see that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. So I got to okay, okay. We you over, won you over with the um soulmate question. Okay, so that I guess with the um you talked about the arguments and stuff like that. Another cause of argument can be the fake flirting with other people. Okay. So what about fake flirting while married? So let's let's define that fake flirting. What do we mean when we say that? You know, I don't even know why I'm saying fake flirting. The reason we even saying fake flirting is because we listened to this guy. He said something about was he saying he was at work? Um, I think so. Yeah, he was saying he was at work. And he said that a young lady was flirting with him, and I don't know if he had asked her out or what. And basically, it boiled down to she admitted that she didn't really like him, that she was just kind of flirting with him because she was bored so I guess that's the term um, fake flirting yeah flirting without no real interest and like what's up like what we doing here yeah but see just like you know me and my sister talked about this also we mentioned that sometimes as women we're we're like really nice we can be really nice Mm -hmm. to people or you know guys in general and y'all just take that and run with it. Y'all consider that flirting when it's not. We're just being really nice. Yeah. Is that also, is that called fake flirting? Because you're not flirting, but you're just being really nice. I think most guys got enough um, no, radar mm-hmm. to know the difference between mm-hmm. a woman being nice and a, and a woman flirting. Maybe some dudes just... you giving y'all way too much credit. <laughs> Some new niggas just like to take their shot, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're not giving me them vibes on track to tell you something, just take my shot. Because... But see, that's the problem, though. Like we said, that's... Okay, so a guy jumping to your DMs, hey, beautiful, how are you? If you don't respond, you're being stuck up, you're being mean, 
you do respond, I'm great. Thanks for asking. Y'all see that as an invitation to just yeah, go for the kill. And we probably would go for the kill, but we want to kill y'all the faith flirting with that. Like, we wouldn't go back and tell our homeboy, like, man, this girl was not, you know, just fake flirting. And terminology we would use anyway. But point is, we wouldn't look at it like that. Like, um, the fake flirt thing, I think, is going to a situation where you got a woman that's um, taking the attention of a guy that she knows is interested in her without having that same interest back. Like, and I guess the classic example would be a guy buying a girl drinks at the bar. You know, she just taking them. Hey, what's so good looking? Can I buy you a drink? Yeah. And she just taking them, knowing, like, in her head, she thinking, oh, he's ugly as hell. Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. In that case, <laughs> then it's a fake flirt situation. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. So, accepting a drink is flirting? If you know what just time it I is. Just because I took the drink, just because I said thank you? Yeah. That's, you know. Nah. Like, um, uh, <laughs> like flying a girl out, you know what I mean? Now Girls be wanting to get flew out. Spending $10 on a drink versus four or $500 on a plane ticket, that's different. You know you're going to have to give up some ass. If I try to fly you out to Miami and like, you know, I just met you on Instagram. When you get to Miami, you can't be like, oh, I didn't know he was like interested <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, you know, y'all be knowing. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. Sometimes we don't, cause sometimes guys are just this shy, and like I just like I originally said, y'all take somebody being really nice as like, oh, she want me, she want me. Like, no, I'm just being, I'm just being a decent human being and being nice to you. Yeah. Well. You gotta do it, you know. Like, way too many women say, hey, you know, guys ain't aggressive enough. Like, if you like me, just come up to me and say you like me. But then when we do that, it's like we're being too aggressive. We're not taking off our answer. I mean, of course, it's a, it's a... I think there's a very small percentage of guys who are considered not aggressive enough. Really? I think, I think y'all are just hardwired to like... Just pounce. That, that mating yeah. you know, thing going on. I think that's what it is. I think it's a very, very small percentage. Oh, of no. guys who just are like too afraid to say anything. No, I think it's a large percentage. I don't, I don't think you so. see them all the time in the club. If I find the statistics, I'm going to get it for y'all oh, because Mark. I don't. No, what? It'd be twenty um posted on the wall with their drinks, looking, looking at the same girl all night. Twenty Damn, guys versus the other fifty, sixty to a hundred that's in the club. See a girl dancing, just walk up right behind her, just just get hop right on it. So, like I said, you said what, ten to twenty guys versus <laughs> the whole rest of the club who having a good time hitting on every single girl to walk past. Them. Nah, most of them ain't built like that. Especially after they get that first rejection, they confident shot for the rest of the night. I don't believe they ain't hollering at nothing else. Especially the ugly ones, they have so much confidence. It might be two or three that's just hitting on all the girls. So, uh, they just the loudest in the room. All the rest of the guys, like, hey, bro, look at her. Damn. And they going to never approach. They might find you on Facebook and slide in your DM. Okay, so what's the difference? That's approaching. They ain't going to approach you in person, though. But what's the difference? It's day and night. It's not really. It is. 
is. So you just don't want to get rejected to your face? You just yeah. rather get rejected online? That's more of a backdoor approach. Like, I'm going to do it this way. So, like, it's just, no. Just, just do it, man. It. Just pull the trigger and walk up and do it in person. Like, you always get further that way. And a lot of a lot of men know that, but a lot of men don't. So, the ones that do, that's why we're going to be like, shit, as soon as you do be nice, we're going to take that around with it. Why not? So, what do you consider yourself then? What you mean? Like the aggressive, I'll do it in person versus um, online. I'm suavely aggressive. Nah, I'm gonna do it in person. You didn't. And it's, you didn't hit on me in person. I didn't see you in person. I think you posted a picture one day. You were looking good. I'm like damn. Let's see what's up. I ain't talking to her in a minute. Was history. I think he was just bored, y'all. <laughs> Running through pictures. You was posting all like them thirst traps. You was posting all them thirst traps and you got me. You trapped me. It worked. <laughs> the thirst trap worked. But um So could that be considered fake flirting? Thirst traps. Like, okay, like if you posting pictures, like okay, let's say post a couple pictures and then, you know, maybe one or two guys liking all your pictures, so you post another picture. You post another picture. Yeah, and another picture, another. Picture. I'm talking. I'm not saying like you know, like normal people do like one a day or one every couple of days. Like it's just like a bunch of pictures. You taking them down, you deleting them, putting them back up, deleting them, putting them back up, just to get the attention of this one person. Oh, one person. Cause girls do do that. I've heard. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I think that's a little like long, long winded to do. To try to get that person's attention. I mean, probably should just like his pictures, like 10 pictures. No, that's no. <laughs> because some girls, like you said, with some guys, some girls are not that um, aggressive, direct, or forward. They just not. They want the guy to approach them. So if he not going to the DMs or coming, but he liking all the pictures. You're going to keep posting stuff to get his attention until he, like, hit you up. Yeah. I've never and done that, by the way. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, I've always been super direct. Hmm. Um, what that supposed to mean? Oh, I'm listening. No, 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 no. What is supposed to mean? I'm listening. I don't know. I'm just a spectator. <laughs> no, because now I want to know. Y'all heard him. Hmm. I mean, oh no, no, oh no. That's neither here nor there. It Point is being. because I'm saying that I've always been direct and I always have. Like I've always if I like the guy, if I like you, you're going to know it. If I don't like you, you're going to know it. Either way, yeah. you're gonna know. If you one of the guys out there that can attest to this, drop a comment. Please on do. either side, whether the Please. like or the don't like side, drop a comment. Maybe a thumbs up. I don't know. I mean, I can only speak from my experience. I don't know from any of your other... So what's your experience then? You never really had to be direct. Because I was direct. My experience with okay, you. Okay, so what's, what's the meaning of direct? Because I feel I like to think that I'm pretty... Um, I'm a pretty forward person. Okay, take for instance. we first When we first started talking, right? He kept asking me out. And, you know, I was open to it. I'm like, yeah, sure, but... Like shit kept coming up and we could never like get together or meet up. Like shit just kept coming up. And so the last time we tried to get together, my cousin, she has like a hairline 
or whatever and she wanted me and my sisters to model her hair and she had these t-shirts made and my mom has like this really nice camera so you know she was like hey can y'all you know be some models for me for my hair and we was like yeah so we go to my mom's house I'm supposed to meet up with Jamal but I didn't think that you know the little mini photo shoot was gonna run that late so I hit him up and told him what did I say I couldn't come or sorry I didn't come something like that and you know I said I told him I had a photo shoot and I just knew he was probably like this lying ass girl first it was this now it was that now it's a photo shoot you're fucking right and I didn't want him to think that me not meeting up with him had anything to do with him or that I was trying to flake because I really really wanted to like hang out so you know everybody's with this texting and all the other stuff and I'm not like super super huge on texting I like calling people so I call him so he can know you didn't answer the phone though did you yeah it was in the morning time it was that next morning it was early yeah this is when I found out like he sleep to like Noon. Uh, I was up. <laughs> I had to get up because I had to take my son to school. But I just missed the call. I think I called you right back, though. Yeah, but I wanted him to know, like, I'm not going to text this to him. Like, I want him to hear the sincerity in my voice that I really, really wanted to hang out with him. It's just that the times we were picking weren't working, and it just so happened that I had stuff to do. Um, so... We rearranged some stuff, and the rest is history. But I like to think that that's a version of me being forward and direct because I wanted to let you know personally that I was not a flaky person. No, let me change that. I'm lying. I'm totally a flaky person, but I was not being flaky towards him. Okay, I right, I give you that. Fair enough. That was a um, example of you being direct. Which I'll always credit with us being able to make it past that point. Because um, otherwise, I just would have. I, I, I would have just been like, no, I'm pretty direct. And I'm not saying direct just means like, you know. I Rude. Don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, if like, I have something to say, um, 85% of the time, I'm not going to be afraid to say what I need to say. It just gets you further in life, you know. Being direct, but, yeah, but we also know that was... women like don't they don't like to be direct. Women like to be indirect. It's like like y'all language subtlety and subtext. Oh, so okay, so this is talking about us in a relationship. This is talking about at any point <laughs> on the spectrum. <laughs> From the relationship to the breakup. The breakup might be the only time when a woman really wants to be direct. And that's because she ain't got no choice. She don't give a fuck at that point. And even then, a lot of times, it's still subtle. You know, I'm just thinking. Just, maybe we should just, you know, focus more on our own thing for a while. You ever that? <laughs> In any case, um... Uh... Be direct, listeners. You know, I'm not even going to elaborate on what he was talking about. I just, you know. Being direct gets you we'll a lot We'll let that one fly up under the radar. We'll let that one fly. Yeah. Okay. But to, to harp on that. Okay. I am learning to learn how to, how can I put this? Speak in a way where 
I'm saying exactly how I feel without being upset, angry, cursing. So a lot of times when we get into it, I need a timeout. And sometimes it can take a whole day because I like, I'm fired up. I'm ready to start cussing you out. And then if we talk about it that day, then we'll be breaking up because you don't put the toilet seat down. Instead of me actually focusing on why I'm really upset with you. Okay. So, in the sense with that, it's hard for me to be direct because I'm still learning how to organize my thoughts and emotions when I start to feel a certain type of way. So, I really will ask myself, like, girl, like, what is going on? What's up? Like, why are you mad? And I have to, like, talk to myself and see what's going on. And the last time we got into it, like, I wrote it down. I had everything on a sheet of notebook paper because I needed to organize some stuff. And, you know, some stuff I saw that I was nitpicking about, it wasn't really that big of a deal. And I crossed it out. Um, So I'm still learning, you know, because when I was married, you know, that's all we did. Argue, yell, fight, cuss throw shit at each other and I don't want to do that no more that shit not healthy yeah I don't want to be that person so in a sense with that you are right I'm not like completely direct yeah and that's cool I mean I'm all for the, the taking the day or taking the night and taking the time to get your thoughts together yeah. you know you yeah. know uh, you know what you said like that's true um, when you started that statement you were just talking about how you're learning to speak your truth unapologetically it's important mm-hmm. yeah I mean again second time I use this word spectrum it's a spectrum like <laughs> you know as a kid you don't even feel comfortable saying stuff that, even if it's true like you know I don't know maybe you took something about hurting people's feelings I mean, well as a kid you really don't care but let's just say like as a maybe as a teenager as you're getting older to young adult that's when people start to kind of like bite their tongue and hold in their feelings because of social norms like you know I don't want to hurt his feelings um this whatever is terrible but I don't want to tell them to stop because I don't want to hurt their feelings and then by the time you get old you don't give a fuck what you say. Like, you just speak your mind unapologetically. You don't care who hears. It's like one of the defining characteristics of a senior. You know what I mean? And so, but from point A to point B, it's a slow progression. And um, I definitely felt myself progressing from being so worried, like, to not hurt people's feelings or to come off as rude to now I'm not just full asshole, but I'm definitely more interested in speaking my truth and it's never with the intention to hurt, but I got to be true with myself. You know what I mean? But I think that's what we got to get as a society, though. See, that's why I struggle with, like, seeing people's, uh, I don't want to say social cues, but, like, if someone is upset with me or something like that, a lot of the times I won't notice. So a lot of things I don't notice because I'm so just in my own head. You know, that's like, well, you know, or they'll think I had an attitude, but really I'm not paying any attention. I have no idea what's going on. That's why a lot of people used to be like, oh, you know, I had a crush on you. You know, I used to like you. And I'm like, what? No, I didn't. Like, I, what are you talking about? How how you figure that? So, I, I got to learn to be more, I don't think it's worth it, socially aware of other people's feelings. 
you know, situational awareness. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, the most Aquarius thing you could ever say is, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. As he told me, that was not a good apology. A cop out. It ain't taking responsibility for nothing. It's saying, I'm sorry. I kind of slick disagree. I kind of disagree. Interpreted with it. it that way. That's on you, though, player. That's like the the, uh, like that. the undertone there. <laughs> Who said like that? Because, I mean, you, what if you really are fired? You know, someone's like, you have horrible customer service. Or, you know, or this store sucks. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's a, a reflect, not a reflection. What's the word? I'm looking for? A deflection. It's a deflection. But I am sorry you feel that way. Yeah, but you're still not admitting to it, owning up to well, it, or okay, acknowledging so your part in that at all. When does it come, become the other person's fault that you feel that way? Like, okay, if you say, you know what, I don't like that shirt. It just doesn't fit you. And then it makes you upset. And then, you know, me, I'm like, well, damn, like, why? Why are you so upset? I just said the shirt didn't fit him. And you're just super, super upset. I'm only gonna say I'm sorry you feel that way because I don't know what made you upset. How can I apologize for something I don't even know what's wrong? Yeah, I mean that's a little bit different there because you know you stated a matter of fact or maybe fat mitts with opinion. If a shirt don't fit, a shirt don't fit. You yeah, know but you might mean? not feel that way. You might have thought you was looking <laughs> shit. But I'm talking about more when good. you've done something wrong. You know, you've done something that's kind of... You've done something. You've had a hand in, in something happening. Oh, so like if you kissed another person. Right. Absolutely. You think and that's cheating? Up on getting person? confronted about it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to keep rambling, going off a different Cheating ain't just sex. You know, it comes with a whole... What about emotional? Emotional, like emotional cheating is a real emotional. thing. But it should definitely be like... It should have an asterisk by it. But it's real. Emotional. Like, you know, know, if you was to tell somebody, yeah, you know, he cheated on me. And then that's the cheated, have an asterisk. And then in the footnotes, I have to say emotionally cheated because it's a difference. Don't get me wrong. But it's still. Okay, y'all, I got this new position at work. All I do (laughs) is compare like two separate documents and see if they match. And the favorite thing we love to say is, either is there or it isn't mm. so with the emotional cheating I feel like can't have an asterisk by cheating either it's cheating or it's not cheating no emotionally cheating and physically cheating are two different things although they can okay, both be but cheating. It's cheating then it's cheating either you cheat or you didn't cheat you saying oh he cheated asterisk and then at the bottom emotional no because yeah. it tells no the whole asterisk. story it tell, you gotta tell the whole story to make it properly judged. So that's like, you know, if you're about to date a guy um, and you're reading his resume, let's say he got car fast, you're reading his car fast, and it was oh, like. That would be great, y'all, wouldn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that might be a skit. Maybe that's a skit. But, oh, that would be so. Um, you're awesome. reading his car fast, and it says he cheated on his last two girlfriends. And just with that information, you might be like, oh man, no, I don't want nothing to do with that. But then when you read a little deeper and you read the asterisks, you see that his cheating was talking on the phone at 1 a.m. with a girl that lived in New Mexico. And they used to have really good conversations. 
Then you might be, you still might be mad, but you might be like, okay, okay, so he didn't actually. Well, then it shouldn't be cheating. Why is it even cheating? Because it could be labeled that way, you know? It all depends. There ain't no universal definition of cheating. I don't think that is cheating. I don't think that it's right. I do think it's wrong. Let me just say that. It's not right. You shouldn't do it, but I don't think that it's cheating. Yeah. I don't think it should be labeled like that. Maybe we should have looked up a word, like the definition yeah. of cheating. Some girls would be in a relationship and go and have intercourse and give oral sex to another guy and be like... Now that's just out of line. I ain't even say all that. <laughs> <I>, that's... <laughs> and then the next girl would be like, well, I didn't have intercourse. I just gave him head. So that's not cheating. And then the next girl would be like, well, we didn't do any of that. He just fingered me. So that's not cheating. And so it's like, where's that line drawn? And then the next one be like, oh, he didn't even touch me. You know, oh, I, I just showed him my titties. That wasn't cheating. It's like you can so keep we went decreasing from it. Texting and emailing people to showing titties <laughs> and sucking dick. Okay. I'm just saying that's the that's the spectrum of cheating. You know what I mean? It all depends. Okay. So because if I back, found out you was buying somebody lunch every day and you know, a dude, then I'll be like, what the hell? That might be cheating. All, that's the I ain't iceberg. buying nobody no lunch. What if he buy me lunch every day? Yeah. What if he's just being nice? He got a wife. He cheating. He's just fake flirting. What if he's just being nice? If he got a significant other, he's cheating on her by doing that. <laughs> I disagree. It is. it is what it is. I don't think that it's right, but I do disagree that it should be defined as cheating. It's not right, but... Okay, and with that, with the cheating, so... Going back to the being married while dating. So if you're married, if you're technically still married, y'all don't live together, y'all not together, and you're sleeping with other people, is that cheating? Yes. That's adultery like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's the, I mean, hey, it's the textbook I mean, definition of adultery. Life is okay, technical. Well, that's where I guess that's where my views kind of differ because. Okay, you're right. Yes, that is cheating. That is adultery. But I don't necessarily think it's wrong. What? Just because y'all agree on a verbal agreement and said, all right, right now we don't have to obey the rules of marriage. The fuck? No. Get, no. Hell no. It don't work like that. Uh, I guess you're right. That's like if right. I sign a contract with Comcast. Well, nah, that's a bad example. I was going to go down a different <laughs> road with that. Point being, nah. You can't, like, break a legal binding contract by verbally agreeing see that's why I don't want to get married not to say I don't want to get married because I want to cheat that's not the case that's what I'm it sounds saying. like Rodies. no I, because <laughs> he said it like a contract marriage is like a contract that's like legally binding that's it for like ever so if you change your mind you can't just be like rip up the contract you essentially have to pay an early termination fee for yeah. breaking that contract which is the divorce, which can cost you thousands of dollars. Because it has to be some kind of penalty so that you're not using divorce for breaking up. Like, it's not the same thing. Otherwise, people would just be out here like, man, That's why you shouldn't I'm tired of this shit. Give me a divorce. Don't get married if you really don't want to get married. Right. And don't get divorced unless you really want to get divorced. And if you're going to say, I need to separate from this person to see, like, maybe I still love them, maybe I don't. But they have legal separation. Like, there is such thing. Yeah, it is. Not in where we live, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, but, a, it is a thing. Yeah. So, would, is that still considered cheating if you legally separate and you technically still I married, but legally, you legally like? I mean, I don't know. That's a gray area there. 
I don't want to have to go to court and get legally separated just so I can go out and have a good time. Yeah. And, you know, by no means am I trying to say I'm holier than thou. You know, if I was married and we got separated, I probably, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't do nothing. I'm just saying that I have to admit to myself, and this is what getting 30 is about, y'all. After watching shows like Power and Breaking Bad and seeing the male anti-hero and that's why we need to get to the mm-hmm. point that he has to realize, you know, maybe I'm not as great as a guy as I thought in terms of the things that I've been doing. You know, maybe I got to kind of accept that that was a little fucked up. Like, that's the state I would be in. Mm-hmm. i probably do it, but I have to admit to myself. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> this is still adultery. I'm still married. But oh well. That's what alcohol is for. <laughs> so, you so know. It's just, oh well. Okay. You gotta accept yourself. Okay. <laughs> it was genuine. So, I'm definitely not saying, like, you know, I wouldn't. I'm just simply saying it's wrong. Nah, not with that. Okay. I mean, I guess I agree a little bit. Um, I know we're jumping back and forth. Y'all, it's just... Yeah, it's ramblings. Yeah. I was divorced 30-something. I am divorced, and I am 30-something. Yeah. Um, and when I... Before I officially got divorced, I was kind of... I went through a whole phase. Mm. But before the whole phase, I did go through that time period in my life where I, I was confused about the whole notion of seeing other people while I was still technically and legally married because at the time... You know, he had found somebody else. He was seeing somebody else. And I kind of felt like, you know, my grandmama telling me, oh, you know, you're still married. So I kind of felt like, well, damn, why can't I go out and have fun and live my life? And I wanted to say something like that. But this man out here doing what the hell he wanted to do, living his best life with this, this girl. And I'm stuck at home with three kids. Like, drowning myself with alcohol because I'm just so sad like I don't want to feel like that so eventually I started seeing the people I'm not gonna lie y'all it made me feel a whole lot better so Mm, Uh, I'm not you know advising people to just go out there and do whatever but do what feels right to you meditate pray whatever it is you need to do Talk to somebody, grandmama, sister, cousin, whatever. Don't go around telling everybody your business, but talk to somebody. <laughs> you know? I mean, I can, yeah. If you want to talk to a penis, talk to a penis. But talk to somebody. Get get over it. Don't be miserable. Don't be wild on the misery. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's not the move. Because some people, you know, it takes years to get divorced. And yeah. That's crazy. I'm not going to be lonely. No. Well, y'all, I think that would be it for today. I don't want to keep rambling. I don't want to hold y'all up. I think we've been talking like 45 minutes or so. But I just want to thank y'all for listening in to Rambles of a Divorce 30-something. I appreciate y'all stopping by, checking it out. I want to thank my special guest, my boyfriend. Hey, it's been a pleasure, (laughs) man. It's been a pleasure. Good stuff. we'll see y'all next week on Road 30s.